This is the true story. To find out what happens, what happens? when people stop being polite, start getting. <laughs> episode of the railroad i pulled up on my man the art hype yo what's up what's up also sitting here with my man joey what's good what's good i'm glad to have you here bro man no I thanks for get coming into it thanks a for bit. coming like, through so i'm glad to be here we always have a good time whenever we record respect um, I want to say, like, my top episodes have honestly been you. Like, Damn. You're, 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 yeah. like, you're, you're like number two and like number Yo. four. Oh, who was number one? Wow. Who was number one? It was a joint that I did. Uh, it looked like yeah, competition. Yeah, I was going to wow. say. Nah, it was a joint that I did by myself. Okay, but, respect. Funny enough, uh, but you're number two and four. Man, love, bro. Love. I like mean, you know, I love your show. Oh, yeah, that dope. was real. Yeah, that, that was, was dope. <laughs> we got to, yo, you got to bring some of these back and, like, just remind cats. Like, when it's close to, like, Black Panther 2 is in 2021. I like that yeah. idea. Yeah, just like bring it back around the time. Yeah, right. Remind people where their heads were at, you know? Nah, I like that idea. In fact, I want to go back and listen to it now. You know what I was thinking about doing was taking some of the best, uh, I'd say, like clips uh, out of that and re-listening, and then kind of releasing that just for people to kind of get a snippet. Like one, you could see kind of where we've grown. Right. Another part, you could going. just see where we were having fun at and what people enjoyed about it, yeah. at least early on. Yeah, respect. Um, here's one of the things and the reason why I called you up and asked if we could do this. Okay. So I was scrolling through IG. Everybody has that friend. Uh, maybe they post like crazy-ish. Maybe it was like that friend who, you know, their girlfriend was a baddie. Okay. She wants to take a photo and maybe it's of the right angle, but you <laughs> probably shouldn't like it. Um, it might be that friend of yours that's the workout warrior. He's always got his shirt off. Shout right. out the Reef. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I got a homie, uh, not going to name names, but he's gay. And okay. while I'm cool with him being gay, when you, you know what I'm saying, holding your nuts... And like uh, in photos and doing a dude, lot of stuff. Dude, I don't care if you're gay. If you're gay or you're a, a lady, thirst trapping is thirst trapping. Right. Whether so you're straight or gay. Heavy. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thirst so trapping. he's thirst trapping yeah. heavy. And so I'm like, bruh, you my man 100 grand, but like that's not what I want to see. I'm not trying to scroll through that exactly. on the gram. Right. And the worst part is, it's not because I'm homophobic like people are going to assume. Okay. What happens if you at work just scrolling through your timeline, minding your business, somebody rolls up behind you and they see what's over your mm. shoulder? How do I explain that that's what I'm looking at? Devil's advocate would say, Real, what are you doing on your gram at right. work? Uh, but this you... is something that we all do. It is fact. It's facts. It's, it's real. Right. People, at this point, we've gotten to the point, at least with Instagram, like if you if you go to any iPhone, it tells you that's probably the one app that you're on the longest. Yeah, that's They true. changed exactly. the algorithm just because they wanted you to scroll more. Yeah. Stop being in, in chronological order nah. because you want to just keep scrolling and seeing what your friends are doing. Go. You know go. what I'm saying? Everybody got... Everybody's, F around and see some picture they took last week. That's my point. <laughs> that is I the scroll. way the algorithm went. <laughs> right. So, I'm going to paint a picture for you. Um, I rolled past the video that Little Duvall posted today. Okay. Popeyes has been a thing. Everybody's talking about the chicken Have sandwich. you had it yet? I have not. Yeah. Joey? This is. I actually have a story about this. <laughs> uh -oh. So, meanwhile... So this past weekend, I went to Williamsburg, Virginia. By far the whitest place in Virginia probably that I've ever been. Mind <laughs> you, I don't go to Virginia because I don't know how to navigate it. It's yeah, fucking confusing. that's true. So I go down there. 
I'm like, all right, this Popeye's shit. Let's see if we can go to this Popeye's down here. We're going to see all 10 black people at the Popeye's, right? <laughs> we go to Popeye's, all 150 million people from probably Richmond, Newport News, Williamsburg, all at this Popeye's is going down the road, bro. And I'm like, this shit is nuts. So I'm like, we walk in, we're like, all right, fuck, let's try if we walk in. We walk in, it's like a hostess. They have like a whole hostess, like, I'm talking about like, yeah, like Fridays and shit. Yeah. Like, hour and a half wait. Wait, you waited in line Hell for no. an hour and a half? I'm about Hell to say, no. I went to a French up. restaurant down the street. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> but they were letting you know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, nah. So I'm not, I'm, just, I'm sorry, I'm not waiting in line for it, man. I mean, I'll get it when I get it if I want it. I mean, I'm not even a huge, like, advocate on fast food, period. Like, I don't. I don't eat it. Chicken from Popeyes. Right. My fiance eats it crazy. I'm like, all right, nah, this, this isn't my steeds, man. I'm, I'm usually the one that's like, yo, let's go to fucking sweet grass. So I'm gonna give you the the hookup on that. Uber eats if you want to order. I didn't do it that way. Ah. Uber eats. You don't have and to you wait make, in line. You make somebody else Ooh, wait. I didn't even exactly. think about that. What? It puts the order directly in with the restaurant. The Uber eats person walks up to the front. That's crazy. So this is actually my man found the cheat code for the damn uh, <laughs> chicken sandwiches. Yeah, he's don't putting y'all on. Line. Yeah, just Uber eats this drink. Yeah, plenty wow. of people have done okay, it. Okay, good look, good looks, uh, bro. All right, so I'm gonna pass this around to the fellas because I want y'all to see. This is the kind of thirst that I'm talking about. See. So Shorty's got the body paint of the logos on each breast. That's Has no, the chicken that sandwich in her sad, hand. Bro. Yeah, so let's talk about this, right? That makes me sad, bro. Come on. Why is this a thing? Do you like this kind of photo? Cause Oh, whoa, whoa. Yeah, no, no, I'm not even calling okay, you out, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? No, like, no, 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 no. But certainly they, they feel like somebody's gonna like it. You know what? It's that 30 seconds of fame is an addictive ass drug. We're we're on exactly. this social marketing tip where it's literally what can I do to excite somebody? Exactly. What can I do to be like, oh snap? What can I do to go viral? It's a viral society. There's it no is. reason she should be having Popeyes uh, all over her body, you know, painted or whatever it is, whatever she was doing. It, the point wasn't for the Popeyes. She's using what's already hot right now to bring attention to herself. She probably got about 10,000, 20,000 new followers. And if Lil Duval's pop, pop, um, posting it, and he has X amount of million followers, she yeah. just got another 10. You feel me? Right? So, exactly. so she, she did exactly what she wanted to do. And I'll, I'll, if you go to her page and scroll down her feed, she's probably done this before. So it's like, what, what are you really creating? You know, what are you, what are we doing? We just really want the numbers. Because guess what? The people with the numbers are getting paid. Exactly. But are they, <laughs> here's a real question. Are Sorry, they still getting sneeze. paid? So. <laughs> nah, bless you, my brother. Well, it's all bullshit. That's what's making me sneeze. I'm allergic to it. You know what I mean? <laughs> Go ahead, bro. So, as somebody <laughs> who actually does, like, influence. Right. I don't think that this is the kind of stuff that's selling. Like, how many Fashion Nova ads can you push? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's either Fashion Nova, uh, what is my man, Face T, the lingerie dude. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, he's killing. You push us. Yeah, he's killing. But he ain't really paying the people no, out here like that. Not. No, no, so, no. So like, no, no. we're getting... searching for this thirty seconds of fame and get exposing yourself. Don't don't mind me. I'm gonna look. Cause I'm gonna be like, damn, that's tough. But I wouldn't want my girl to do it. Let me keep it real. Like, if my girl uh, did that shit, like we can't be together. Like straight up. Like <clears throat> I've had conversations with my girl about that shit where I joke and I'm like, yo, now that you're on IG, you can't do like IG thotty type shit. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, whoa, I love whoa. you to death. If you do that shit, we got a problem. You know what though? Let's be real. You didn't even have to have that conversation. You know why? 
Because she's classy. Exactly. And that's the reason you're already with her. Agree. Yeah. She would never do that thing. But you being of sound mind, you're like, let me put everything out there. That's something we discussed earlier, right. Joey, yeah, we right? Were, we were just talking about In that. any relationship, you know, you should put out what you're really on and what you're really not on. So there's no blurred lines. Like going into a serious relationship, you can't have blurred lines. Because when, when the line starts to get clear and you're already in the relationship, you're like, holy shit, you, tri- you tricked me. I got, I got in a trick bag. So the fact that you did that is love. You know what I mean? More, more brothers should do things like that. Instead of Have wondering. Yeah, and instead of. Like, and, and just expecting it. You feel me? You, right. you, can't, you, you can't expect like people, like, you know, especially like significant other person that you want to be with to like know shit sometimes. Sometimes you really do the have to express it. That assumption. The assumption. That shit will put you. So we're giving you love, right? Yeah, no, I appreciate yeah, that. That's how, that's how more brothers should operate. Like Why are you honestly. asking questions? <laughs> Assume? But you know, the thing is, it's weird. So we all jumped on the Instagram wave, you know, years ago. She's new to it. So her seeing everything the first time, that's honestly why I said it. It's like, it's a whole new world to her. It's like, yo, well, this person's doing it. My homegirl's walking around in a bikini outside, you know, wind blowing, got the perfect angle. But that's not you. Yeah, you're like, right. Like, <laughs> love you to death, that ain't you. Yeah. Like, you were no IG Yari for a long time. You know what I'm saying? With, Friends are tagging her or something, and now she's got a whole like persona. I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for you. Damn, bro, yeah. I'll be putting out the whole you name, know, the whole. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 like, no, 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 that's real. Right? Yeah. Hey, I like that. I like. I'm digging that, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, and there are definitely is. like people that you know that develop these you know personas based on like, like they're really not the same person that you like you would meet in person and shit that they are like on Instagram or present to be. It's like think think about like the comedians and stuff that. You know they're funny as shit on Instagram and shit, but when they go to do a stand-up show, it's a whole big, it's a different world. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. IG comedians, you know the, whole, I mean? the whole gamut. You know, it, well, it's uh, there used like, to be these old games where you could just be an avatar in like a different world, right? And have your own persona, and somebody exactly. be like, okay, what's the movie that just came out? Ready Player One. It's literally like Ready Player One, where it's a sim world where you have avatars, and somebody could, at home could be. You know, some eight hundred pound person, but in the game or the simulation, right. they can be whoever they want to be. Exactly, authenticity. You know what I mean? Like people ain't. So I think that we've all shit. kind of experienced that. Imagine the first time when you moved away to college. You know what I'm saying? How many people had a certain persona right. from high school? That's true. Complained, they became a completely different person they by the time over. they got to college. They right? Yeah, you right. can start over. Exactly. Or like the one thing that we always laughed about. Uh, sorry for ladies that are listening to this. What happens if you were a hoe in college? Instead of staying in the same zip code, you move to a whole new area code and nobody knows what you did. Shoot, that could happen. That's that's what happens. Yeah, that's exactly think what of, happens. Think about being a transplant. Exactly. I mean, you definitely have the opportunity if you had a reputation, if you, you know, if things weren't going your way in a certain area, you move. You can literally random start person. Over. Nobody knows your name. Yeah, and I think I think that's there's nothing wrong with that, right? Um, nah, not at all. I think I think everyone deserves a second chance. Yeah, um, it does. It does definitely hurt when I see like women shamed and uh, slut shamed to the point where you know, obviously, if it's not justified, well, I don't know what's justified and what's not, but it, it can really lead to some issues within that person. Exactly. Right. Like, and and you know, now now we got the days of mental health and and dealing with your emotions and things like that. You know, being in your, in your best. Um, mental state is what's most important. So if it takes a move, it's t- if it takes new friends, if it takes you completely switching up, that's why I laugh when people be like, "Oh man, you done switched up, man. You don't." 
I said, Shh. see, that's the thing. Maybe he had to. That's the thing. Like, yo, like <laughs> people, people, they look down on like change and stuff a lot of times. Like, you know, like you, yeah. you at the workplace, something changes up. You be like, shit, you feel me? I got to adjust to this thing. I got to do this. Or like this new boss isn't doing it. Same thing in life type of thing. You know what I mean? Change is good. You feel me? Like you develop as a person every day. You know what I mean? You learn new things. You have new conversations with people and shit. And like it's, it's like for me, like when I moved from Baltimore to D.C., like the, you know, D.C., Silver Spring area, I don't even know. You know, I, I, it was all one thing to me. D.C. was all like anything past anything. Anything PG and and down was all DC to me, so don't 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 shame me on that. But See, like, I went yeah. to College Park, bro. So yeah, we, we very much hated anybody from Baltimore. Bro. Yeah, we had. It was like I'm PG, you're or be more. Yeah, exactly. Be more is different. Be more is different. Yeah, it's a different world, man. Like, and honestly, bro, like, I lost so many friends from that, man. Just like over the years, like I have homies now. I, I'll say this all. I say this all the time. I have homies now that. Are so close minded of the fact that they're still in Baltimore doing the same shit that they were doing when I left. So that's you know the I mean? that's the conversation for us, right? Mm. Why don't people grow? And when it's okay if they don't grow, but if you grow, it becomes problematic. Exactly. So your friends that's let you get. Yeah, I was going to exactly. say you moved away. You wanted to do something different. You wanted to allow some of the people in your past to come into your current life and experience some of the things that you did. Facts. The difference is, you know what I'm saying, like. Baltimore, you know what it is. This is where you've been all of your life. Stepping 30 minutes down 95 is such a radical change. Most people don't want to do that exactly. with you. That's crazy. And it's a cha- like, and it's wild because it's it's like, think about think about like LA and uh like San Francisco. It's all Cali, but it's two different worlds. I lived in LA, I know about it, bro. You know? Yeah. So it's it's two different worlds. And it's just like Baltimore and DC. It's two different worlds. It's not but, only two different worlds, it's the real world. The real world. I don't know if that was cool. That might be a drop, but hey, leave it, bro. <laughs> yeah, leave it. I'm, I'm not gonna edit that out. Hey, but... no, no, leave it. Leave it. Yo, yo, let me keep it hundred. I just since I got since I've been getting older and older, I'm like the old guy who just says what first comes to his mind. I noticed I that when I was to. at you, you got to. Yo, when I, I was care. at your recording, yeah, that's care. exactly what you did care. Saturday. I'm like, care. yo, I see it when it comes across your face. Dio has this yo, look like, yo, I gotta yeah. say it right now. And I'm gonna say it. I saw it too. I saw it. I was like. He looked yeah. over and shit. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, I know it's about to come out. I know it's about to happen. <laughs> but go ahead. I'm sorry to cut you off, bro. Dang, I forgot what I was two talking about. Well, nah, two different worlds. Two, two different worlds. worlds. So, yeah, man. Baltimore, D.C., man. It's two different worlds. And it's wild because there's so much opportunity, you know, in D.C. for, you know, creatives. Just like there's a lot of opportunity in, in Baltimore, Baltimore for creatives. I, I'm a but why is it? Too, but yeah. why is it that it seems like a one-way street? Going from Baltimore to DC rather than DC people going to Baltimore. You want to know why? It's the truth. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Just, that's just based on my just is based on my interactions because I've met people that are that live in DC and PG and you know in Virginia and stuff that are like from Baltimore, and they say the same shit. They say the same exact thing. You want to know what it is? It's the perception of Baltimore. So if you look at stuff like The Wire, The Wire was huge. Not to say that the whole city is like that, but you never see growth when it comes to Baltimore. Right. Outside of the harbor, other than what, Horseshoe coming down, ESPN zone closing, nothing seems to be able to last in Baltimore. they're not investing in Baltimore. Exactly. Well, they invest in it, but they invest the wrong things. And there are no real jobs. So you've got half of the city that just seems vacant. Like, the fact that you can rob vacant houses and row houses, it's crazy. So for people that are down here like us, we're like, yo, I'm not going up there. Like, 
yo, I don't want to end up in some row house like, you know what I'm saying? Like Marlo sent somebody to get me. Not to say that that really will happen, but people were crazy. That's how people think. Like people exactly. are scared of the boogeyman yeah. there. We got to stop playing, man. Joey's right though. I mean, you know, as, as a photographer and a creative, I always look at like who, you know, where my work is going, who's looking at it, who's rocking with me. And my Baltimore interactions is so low. And it, 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 it it's actually shameful to the point that a place, a city that's basically, I mean, I'm from PG. DC's here, Baltimore's on the other side. Baltimore, I'm not getting the love. And I'm a Marylander, you know what I mean? So that's a testament to me not being in the space. My man lives in Baltimore. I gotta go out there more, but it's like, where do I go? I know a couple of Baltimore creatives, but I don't know what they're doing. I want to, I feel like it's an untapped market and I want to be somebody who can help in any way, right? Yeah. Like imagery, storytelling, you know what I mean? It, it definitely gets a bad rap, especially since the news um, when Trump was talking nonsense. Um, you know, yeah, when Elijah come in. But was he wrong? But was he wrong? You know what? The only reason There's why we way to, criticize it is because Trump said it. Yeah, but well, we've all said that privately. But it's, it's uh, I don't want to get political, but come on, man. There's a way you've got to operate with people. And it's it, it, there's a level of respect you have to afford a place when you're looking at what you've also done to the detriment of that place, i.e. his son yeah. uh, with the houses there, right? And uh, investments he has there. Dude, you don't care about Baltimore. So don't act, like, don't speak on a place you don't give a crap about. Straight up, right? Okay. Like, you know, this is this and that. What have you done? Okay. Like, it's, it's always... It's always who's cast the first stone, you know what I mean? Or yeah. let 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 the person who hasn't uh, sinned, you know, shut up. You know, it, it's just you gotta you can't talk unless you do something. Honestly, man, like even in Baltimore though, like there's a lot of people who aren't who are who aren't doing as much as the community as like they definitely should be doing. But then there are people who are from the outside are coming in and trying to do it, and the people that are in the community are just rejecting it. Like I got a home, like one of my boys need a house built. In Baltimore, that's the dude. Hey, now, yeah. you, now you get a discount rail. He done, yeah, he I was going to say, like, he you just the whole dude out on your show. Thanks. Tell him, tell him rail world getting the numbers, man. Yo. Right, exactly, exactly. I actually got listeners in Baltimore. I do okay there. Hey. But yeah, um, he's he's doing, like, amazing work down there, redeveloping, like, not just, like, blocks. I mean, like, not just, like, single houses, but blocks. Like, whole blocks, areas, neighborhoods and stuff. That, and he's doing it, like, with the city, with the community. You know, trying to like revitalize some of these communities because at the end of the day, like the people that are there, that are taking, that are buying up a lot of these these spots, they're just trying to like, you know, suck money out of it, bring the property value down low as possible and stuff. We do the same thing, but these aren't people that are living in your community. Like my homie took a whole house there, built it from the ground up, lives there. You know, he's in the community. He's at all the community meetings out here trying to get more people to be out here, out here voting. You know, get more in tune with themselves and stuff, and also spread the wealth within it. You know, like giving people options to reinvest in their community as well, not just living it and renting it, but also own it too. You know what I mean? So here's something that I should challenge us on. Um, Dio, you literally just said like, yo, I don't do enough for Baltimore. Like one of these days we should just go. Just hang out in the city. <laughs> like, and I'm not talking about like hanging yeah, on the west side yeah, of Baltimore yeah, where like sure. stuff goes but, around. But, but, like, but why can't, like, it's a shame we can't, you know what I mean? Why do nah, we? like, I feel you. Like, we have to go with people who would like know who's who. Like, because we can't just run around with like, let's say you got a $2,000 camera on you, probably ain't the safest thing to run around in like certain neighborhoods with that. Like, we don't want to be stupid. 
But I do think that it's important for us to kind of showcase like the good sides of the city. And it's plenty of that. Where we can literally just go out there for an afternoon, hang out, meet some people. Yeah. Get the chance for Facts. people to know us and we get to know them. Like, as personable as you are, you can't tell me that if we didn't go down there, we met 30 new people. It's like, yo, well, here's what's going on. Come for this. We could we could form our own community and collective of people hanging out down there. Uh, hold up, Dora. Hold up. You know what happens when they talk about guys that just come into a place and don't check in? That's why I said I didn't want to go into the hood. Nah, I'm I know, about period, right? We're talking from a social perspective. Okay. But let's say we go there and establish some shit. Then it'd be like, yo, we got these cats from the DMV doing stuff here. Oh, is, is that, like, is there, you know what I mean? I'm, it's like, I but, think then, but then is it like, well, I guess we slipped. I think it's, yo, we slipped. Like, if what we're trying to do is have, like, a creative scene, you can't tell me that, like, other creators aren't going to join it. Like, maybe there'll be a little bit of, you know what I'm saying, like, yo, like, why y'all coming up door? But for the most part, I honestly feel like people will be receptive to it because, just like you said, people want, may want to come down here just to see what we're, what we're doing. Like, as many events as you've thrown on here specifically, you can't tell me that people from Weemore wouldn't come down just to see something cool. That's the kind of stuff that we want to do. We want to bridge the gap. Like, I don't mind going to Weemore. I typically only go up there for concerts, but I should be able to go up there for more than that. You know what? I should, yeah. Okay, so that, yeah. And this is what we're doing with Shooting With Shooters. I was just talking to Joey about, like, who would be next on the show. Um... Shameless plug. Yeah. Uh, Whoa. Shot. He's my right. man, 100 grand. Yeah. yeah. Shameless plug. He's like, shooting with shooters. Shooting with shooters. Shooting with shooters. No, but the next person we, we were thinking about getting some money from Baltimore. Um, shout out to Devin Allen. If you don't know who Devin Allen is, yeah, he's, man. The, he's yeah. a young brother. Well, he's getting older now, but he's a young brother who uh, who shot the Time Magazine cover when there were the riots in Baltimore. Yeah. Okay. He actually got my homie Kwame. Okay. On that. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. You know, he basically doc he documented uh, those riots and was in the field, and it basically took his trajectory to nice. awesome heights now. So he that's a my, brother I want to talk to. For he got sure. my little brother his first camera. Wow. Yeah. yeah. See, that's he, he that's came, the type of stuff. My, we're he came to about. my little brother's high school, um, the same high school I went to, and um, he I think he, he has like a program or something, yeah, right? Yeah, Where he helps yeah. like get kids get their get like cameras, get into photography and stuff. And um, yeah, you got my little brother's first camera. And see, that's the kind of stuff that I honestly think that would be cool for us to kind of like cross mix like that in a way where there's so many people that we're just not familiar with. And at the same time, they're not familiar with us. Like, I'd love to just meet more people. And it's not about expanding my brand or anything else. I just like being in a circle and meeting and knowing cool people that are doing stuff. Like, we got our boy Cash, who's like the super vice principal that's always doing something great in the community. Yep. But I want to know people that are doing more than just that. You know what I'm saying? Especially from a creative avenue. Like, it's hard being a podcaster. It's hard, like, coming up with, like, cool topics all the time or having interesting people to talk to. So if I could just literally, you know, have a discussion with somebody that's way outside of my norm, you never know what kind of creativity that's works. Mm, that's true. That's true. That And that's the cool thing about the real world. You get to basically look at the topic that you're interested in and pick somebody from any Bingo. walk of life. Bingo. But I'm gonna challenge you. Okay. okay. Um, so how many how many people that have been black that have come to your show? Is it 100%? Uh, Come on, bro, you're smiling, you're smiling. 
I was gonna say the Spanish count because I've had like a number of like Hispanic people on. But I would say yeah, it's pretty. It's and nobody said thing. you need to. Nobody said you know if that's what that's what your show is and that's who you're around. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with that. I feel the same way. Like I shoot a majority black people or Africans. You know, with both. You know what I mean? Because that's who I'm around and that's who you know what I mean. But I, it's nothing like uh, I'm shamed. I'm shamed of doing that. But with a show like The Real World, even me, I, I think just as we ask for them to show diversity, we need to get that perspective sometimes too, right? No, I agree with that. Yeah. You want to know why I haven't had... So I actually have some, um, I'll say Caucasians slash European Americans that I really admire and that I'm cool with that would have pretty, if I'm honest, great conversations. I think the biggest reason why I haven't had any of them on, I saw the kind of demographics, or at least what it looked like the demographics of my show, and it leaned heavily towards like black, you know, black men and, and women ages like 30 to 39, I think at the time. And so when I saw that, I'm like, damn. All right, so I guess I gotta speak to what these kind of people are interested in hearing. No. And not to say that like, and not to say that like <laughs> that sound. that dictates everything Did you that do I that? do. I definitely looked that up. No, no. I'm saying, have you changed things based off the people who listen to you? Absolutely not. But, like, okay. I stayed in that pocket. Like, that's what I did. Like, I found okay. a pocket. I saw that that's what was giving me feedback, and I stayed there. Okay, respect. So, I can challenge myself to get outside of that to do a little something different. And I did that last week when people have been killing me about talking bad about Hove ever since. But, you know. Are you... But, see... Come on, son. I don't even want to get into it. We don't have to. But, like, nah. People really kill me for that. Deservedly. No, there's no deserve it. Like, Doug, if I say that I challenge what you might do with something, that doesn't mean that you're not a dope person or you haven't done dope things. But I can't just take everything on your face and just be like, all right, yo, it's such and such. It'll be great. When, like, historically, so, we all look at it, the optics look so, bad. So you're saying resumes don't matter. Come on. I'm not saying resumes don't say. matter. That I'm means... saying that capitalism reigns supreme. It is a business move first. From business, you don't have to mix business and social. The social stuff that Hove does outside of this yeah. is fucking amazing. I will never take that away from that man. I won't even try to. I am saying specifically, he didn't need to mix social shit with the NFL because the NFL ain't a platform. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm saying. Has nothing bad to say about Hove. I think Hove is the GOAT. I, I love the stuff that he's doing. It's great that he's a billionaire. All of that shit is fantastic. You don't need to mix social anything, the NFL, period. Like, it's not the platform for that. Call Barack. Get, yo, once again, bro, you're on the outside looking in. That's okay. Shit. I'll stand you're on, on the that. Outside you, sometimes you got to stand on what you say, bro. Like, you can't always just do something because everybody else rides the wave. And I'm not saying oh, that yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, saying, but I, like, that's how I felt. There's nothing wrong with you feeling that way. I'm just offering a different perspective. You know what, listen. Where, where we can't... <laughs> I think half the time, man, this this moves and things that are happening around us, we don't know what the hell is going on, man. Facts. And sometimes, no matter, like, let's say the presidential race last year, no matter how 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 hard Hillary fought, it was a wrap. Like it was pre, it was a wrap. It was predestined. We just had a black president for eight years. They were not having any sort of democratic anything in the next year, and Trump's, you know, boisterous propaganda. 
led him to the finish line. And that was written, you know what I mean? So we don't know what's written with this thing. It's probably things already in place. So we're screaming, we're shouting, and we can't do anything. Instead of just supporting a black man who's in a position that we have not seen black men in before. I think, I, I think there's something, so, okay. Obama, there were people who had never voted in their life and got their asses up to register to see this black man in office. We've been rocking with Hove 20 years plus. Why can't we just support him as a black man? We don't know what he's doing. We might not, we might not feel it, but I think for us to speak against it is a detriment to We, we were just talking about this too. To all of us. About like, like you say, like we're on the, we're on the outside looking in. And like with them camps, like, like, you know, obviously Jay and like that whole that camp is tight, man. It's airtight, bro. And we don't, we don't we never know. We don't never this, know what the fuck they are doing until they do it. It's curated. You feel me? We just talked about this, bro. Like I feel like everything that they do is curated. And I mean, shit. We said the same thing about, like, you know, title and shit. You feel me? Nah. Like, when, like when, when title, title came move. out, when, when we came out, when, we when knew title came out, niggas was like, niggas was like, Yo, I ain't, buy I ain't pay for this. Shit. I ain't pay for this. You feel me? But niggas are pay for Apple. Easy. Easy, bro. Spotify, all that. But we this, no, not saying, not saying, not saying that I agree with this. You feel me? Like the whole NFL, like thing coming. Not saying I agree with it at all. Cause I, I mean, me personally, I don't. That's just my personal opinion. Like I'm, I'm not. Like, I, I still don't watch NFL, bro. So, Honestly. And that's why I was, sitting, I was sitting there looking at your draft thing earlier. I was right, like, I don't, like, I don't, I don't even know. know I don't even know half of these motherfuckers. I don't even <laughs> watch this shit anymore. So I think the the telling thing is that. I don't want to ever kind of tear down a black person. I can agree with that statement. You know but with your, you with, with your podcast, you did. Did you listen? I did not. You should listen. I don't think I tore him down. I talked about it being capitalism versus kind of like what you do in nature and how the NFL isn't that platform. Well, I never said well, a bad thing about Well, it. if he was white, you wouldn't say anything. You wouldn't say anything. You wouldn't say anything. But if he was a minority, like, we've had minorities that have ownership in the NFL. Shout out to your man for who owns the Kings. Nah, I'm talking about the NFL. The owner of the Jaguars is, I believe he's either Pakistani or Indian. I, like, and I almost wanted to say his name was Sheer Khan. It's not because I was thinking of, like... Right, you're thinking of the Jungle Book. Come I know, on, but his last bro. name is actually Khan. No, 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 okay, his okay, last okay, name okay. is really okay. Khan. And then the owner of the Buffalo Bills is a is a woman. That, it's like an Asian woman. Oh, Sheer Khan. See what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. And then the, yeah. And then the the woman that owns the Buffalo Bills is a woman. Here's the question that I was posing last week that I never got a good answer for. But like y'all can give me this. Just because you have success as a black man, what does that do to change kind of racial relations and the perception kind of about black people? Just because you have success. It's what you do with that success. Shout out to LeBron James. Exactly. I mean, he's building a school. He's, he's, he he's, built a school. He, he built a school. He is, he speaks on everything. He's not a silent superstar. We've had silent superstars. Exactly. This is one of the most powerful men in the world. <clears throat> this, yeah, I love MJ. This is, LeBron's one of the most powerful men in the world. And he is literally using his position to change things. To speak on it, to put his opinion out there, whether you like it or not, and not yeah, not even just speaking on it. Like there's action behind it too. Who goes to school, bro? Did Jordan go to school? 
Jalen Rose and him. Still in two weeks. I know they did it. <laughs> Shout out to the Jalen Rose Leadership Academy. I actually donated money to them. I think it was oh, like wow. 2013 when they first started. Hey. Yeah, real talk. Um, I used to listen to five. What is this thing? Time. What is this thing about? Uh, I'm about to say it, man. Um, Jordan in prisons? Is this is this like a factual thing? Can we look this up? Does Jordan own prisons or have ownership of, or stock in prisons or something? I don't know. It would not. I don't think that he directly owned any of that, mostly just because of his visibility. He may have some kind of, it wouldn't surprise me if he has like some kind of fund and one of the companies that's funded in it is probably like a private prison thing. Like that wouldn't surprise me, but I don't think that he directly owns oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I'm any sure. like I'm, I'm interest sure, yeah. in any, you know what I'm saying? So it's probably like, all right, I have this Vanguard fund and it does such and such. And one of the stocks in that is stuff in prison. Gotcha. That wouldn't surprise gotcha. me. You know what I mean, like I think we give Michael Jordan a bad rap. He eventually said something about Donald Sterling. Like I know that he doesn't speak a lot, and I guess he came from a different era where he was always about the money. Exactly. And there, you know, everybody loved him. White people, black people, yeah. universally he was loved. No one ever talked about the things that he did bad. I think that we're in a different situation now because, like you said, I love Hope. I always say Hope is like, you know. Like my one A rapper, right? Favorite rapper is Redman, but like Hov is like one A. I think he's dope. Shit, I'm just at the point you now. Know, that's yeah, my, that's my dude. <laughs> he is, but at this point, I just feel like it's okay to challenge people, but you don't have to tear them down. Now, again, if I'm tearing somebody down, yeah. Can you, you challenge someone without tearing them down? Absolutely. If you, Prime example. if you have a public platform, absolutely. So imagine this, bro. You're in a, we're in a space where you got 10,000 people like you. Bloggers. People who basically say their opinion. So I'm a blog boy? You basically are, bro. It's okay. <laughs> 10,000 people who are just like you projecting their, their, uh, you know, their thoughts on t uh, website, text, mm -hmm. social media, podcast, video, blog. Uh, that's... You're basically... That's imprints. You're imprinting on people who maybe not even have thought about this in that direction, but you're challenging them to, you're challenging them in a place where your criticism is, isn't just a criticism. To them, it, it can become, oh my goodness, this is what this is. What's he doing? You start, you bring out the people who can tear him down, even if you don't think like that. Yep. I can agree with that, but I'll give you but, an example, uh -huh. just as a, um, and not to push back. We all love Barack Obama. I think the things that he did as a president, for the most part, were really good. Here's something I did not agree it's with. Because he could be. Right. But what he did, we are in a democracy. He did what he could with what he had. But here was my beef about his presidency. He killed more people with drone strikes than any president previously. And I get it, like drones just became a thing. I'm about to say, man, is that technology? But he still killed a lot of people like that weren't under the pretense of like having a war. So like they would just it was just a decision that was made, like, yo. Oh yeah, he has to go. Yeah, he got to go. Alright. Like, that's a real thing. And that's on some uh what's that movie with your man Tom Cruise? Mission uh, Impossible? Nah, nah, nah. What? I don't know. I'm What's the jump where they where they see crime before it happens? Oh, the precog joint. Uh, um, 
Wow. I know what you're talking about. Because it was the pre yeah, I was gonna say the precogs are the, the little things that used to be able to tell the future for you. Anyway, I can't remember the move right now. But my right. guy, it's the same thing. The government will decide this the potential of this guy to to kill or you know be a terrorist is this. Mm-hmm. He right, gotta, so you go. gotta go. Gotta go. I, that's a wild thing, bro. And so, that's a wild. That's a scary thing, yo. So am I wrong because I wanna speak on that? Nah. Even though we all agree Barack is that dude. His presidency's over. And he's not up for re-election. But even when I was speaking on it during his presidency. So you were? You yeah, sp- I didn't you think that was you cool. Like, yeah, did, you, not, did you speak on it on a podcast? I didn't have the pod yet. Okay. So it was more just, you know, conversations with friends. So now you have, talk. now, whether you like it, whether you like it or not, bro, you have a, you still have a certain level of power. Yeah, I feel like I got an influence now. Yeah. No, no, you do. Yeah, and not no, to no, say I'm you didn't you. have one before. Yeah. But so I, what you say, even if it's, yo, you can say whatever the hell you want. It's the real world. You keep it real. But... You also have to understand that you, as, a, as someone who's keeping it real, you have to understand someone is being affected by your words. Agree. You don't know yeah. how. But that's why I think it's important for me to always, like, as you would say before, keep it real. Like, I've certainly, at least over time, developed, like, my own sense of what's real to me. And if I'm wrong about something, then also say, like, yo, I was wrong about my perception. Talk about why I was wrong about it and hopefully not make the same mistakes going forward. Like, if this is the thing that I'm doing with Hov, yo, like, I'm going to have to kind of deal with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I made an ass of myself a couple of years ago when Meek was getting in trouble and always in and out of jail. I watched Free Meek, and it totally changed my mind and my perspective on it. And I get it. A documentary is slanted. But, bruh, like, if you were basically on probation and or in jail since you were, like, 18, you're 30 years old, and anything that you did, you then went back to jail... I don't I can't subscribe to that. And knowing that story literally changed my opinion of a bunch of stuff. I thought my man was just being a knucklehead. I'm gonna keep it real. Then you find out he's not, and you're like, yo, all of this shit that I said on a podcast episode about him being like dumb and blowing his chance was wrong. I gotta tell people I was wrong. So that's the first thing that I said, like, yo, I was wrong. My bad that it took me learning something and not understanding kind of my position. My bad that now that I know that I have people who will listen to me and give me feedback and actually like, you know, seek out my opinion on some of these matters, I gotta be more conscious about that shit. See, that's that's growth though too, man, because like a lot of people, there's so many people that just don't even own up to like what they've said before or like, well, like it's their actions, period. You know what I mean? It's, it's the difference between understanding and also an- understanding, analyzing and taking away from like what you've learned before like to, compared to like what you know now. Facts. Facts. And, like, yeah, I can lead you on that, man. Busy. Like, I was the same exact way. I was just doing shit without consequence, man. And then, once I realized, like, yo, like, I gotta, gotta get this shit together, man. And but then that's I re- why, just think about what you said earlier. Yo, we all gotta grow. Exactly. Like, when you stop growing, you can't be, you know, the best person, the best version of yourself you could be. Like, exactly. That doesn't mean that life wasn't great at 19 when you were the man. But if you're the same person at 19, I promise you at 35, you're not still that dude. Like, nobody's going to run and say, like, yo, you're that nigga. If Jay was still the, the same hustler selling crack or selling cocaine or whatever he was selling to Marcy, like, we wouldn't be looking at him as being, like, you know, this dope person. Like, you can't stay the same. You have to evolve. At all. I like that even though his nickname is the art hype, he ain't really that hype no more. He don't be yeah. out in these streets. Oh. Love him to death. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, okay. he's hyping his shoots and what, okay, about his okay, work. Okay, okay, okay. But he ain't out in these streets. Yeah, he ain't <laughs> in these streets like that no more. Yeah, if you I get... I mean? when, 
nights I do get out, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a wild beast, man. I'm a dancing machine. I'm hype. But that's far in between. Oh, you rolling your eyes? Yeah, like yeah, I, my I don't see rolled, the same. My man like, rolled his eyes. I'd be yo, like, Dio, you're watching. the first and the biggest person in the crowd doing everything. Everybody yeah. saw him. Now I'm he's chilling. way chilling. more chill. I got kids, man. <laughs> yeah, life has and, a way of changing you. And I just yeah, trying exactly. to save these knees, man. You know, we getting old, bro. Facts. Old. I'm always complaining about my ankles, so trust me. Like, yo, <laughs> I get it. That's why I said, yo, one thing too, real quick, yo, our patience is getting thin too, deservedly. Fridays. Oh man, son. Yo, tell these. Have you talked about it? Oh, I man. know you. You posted on your yeah. stories. I, I posted on my stories, but I didn't but, talk about it on the episode. Bruh, it, it, it be your own people, man. Like we were in Friday. You tell the story. I, 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 so we decided I'll, to have a, a crew hangout. Is that a couple we, of the fellas? After we yeah. After a couple we of the fellas got together after we went to go play basketball. Um, Fridays was the closest restaurant that was still open. It might be nine thirty. We sit down. There's 30 minutes before we get menus. 30 minutes after we get the menus, I think the first couple of us get drinks. It was some kind of like mango Hennessy something with mad ice. I'm cool with the ice. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. Make your money. You skimping on this. <laughs> People put in orders for food. Dio and Kev got endless apps. Yeah. They got maybe two apps in the following two hours. It's now like 12.30. Yo. Manager comes up to Dio like, yo, did you guys have a good time? How are things? Dio's like, look, I'm going to be honest. No. I got endless apps and I haven't seen endless anything. Like, I had one plate. Like, It was the me. worst. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got one plate. So, magically, all of a sudden, everything yo. starts coming out. The service got better. You know what I'm saying? Like, we asked for the bill at least seven oh times. Oh my God, they didn't want us to leave. Yeah, they didn't want us to Do leave. Do you want your money or no? So like, if we would have been grimy, we could have just walked out. But because we're not those dudes, we, we got shit to lose. I'm not walking out on the bill. <laughs> let me pay my bill. Like 19 if, Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, if out. nothing else, let me pay my bill. If I was 19, I would have walked out. You know what I'm saying? Like, 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 like am I, am I literally bill. sitting here waiting to beg you? To take, take my, my money. money. Take my money. That's take what we're doing. Money. Every time Shorty will come back, hey, can we get the bill, please? Can we get the bill, please? And we were never rude. Never rude. We had the worst service. That's one of the that's one of the worst experiences, dining experiences I've ever had. And I hate that it had to be Fridays. Make an echo at that part. Friday. Yeah, <laughs> I'll ask some auto tune for you. Yeah, no. cool, cool. Yeah. Yo, Fridays, man. You know, thank God it wasn't Friday. No. You know what I'm saying? You know what's wild? Like, so when we first moved to like the Silver Spring area, we used to go to this Fridays all the time. And it used to be good. Like, we straight. You know, had a good time and shit whenever we went. And then we stopped going for a minute and came back. And it was trash. It was ass. And I feel like ever since then, any other Fridays that I've been to, it's just been like the services is either whack or like... The, the food is just terrible. Like, I, I went to a Friday's in Baltimore, and probably the most, never mind. <laughs> so I went to a Friday's in Baltimore, and it's probably like where a Friday should not be. But <laughs> basically, I asked for a drink, and I'm like, yeah, can I just get an old fashioned? And then the waiter is like, um, all right, cool. She comes back and she's like, all right, so we don't have the bitters for old fashioned. Um, can I prescribe a some some other drink that was like on the happy hour. I was like, prescribe? Like you're gonna prescribe me a drink? Like it's, it's a prescription? And I was like, 
I was like, nah, I'm good. And it took me like three hours to leave out of there. And I only, I only, I literally was doing the same exact thing that y'all were doing, like asking for the check. I'm only there with like three other people. There's four of us. I'm like, can I just get the check and go? And we're just, we're just sitting there chopping it up and chopping it up. I'm like, all right, I'm about to fucking leave. So for sure, Yo, you I got up. I got up and left. I got anger. up and left, bro. Like I'm not gonna sit there and pay for this shit. Like if you don't, I, I have, I'm spending time here. I mean, I'm, granted, I'm catching up with some people that I, I haven't seen in a while. But cool. We walked out. I mean, what they gonna do? Stop me? I'm actually surprised they didn't come to go on that though. I'm the, very surprised I, I, she didn't. I challenge her. I yeah. challenge her, but she it's thought she could fix everything. Right. You know, I could have turned up and be like, "Well, yeah. see now, y'all, they should have been like, all right, fuck the apps, buy a drinks or something." So I actually had this situation happen. So it's not just our people. We were in Vegas a few years, well, shit, just years ago now. Fuck Vegas. Um, <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Vegas be on some racist shit. So yeah. we oh. step in the spot that used to be Jay Z's Forty Forty, right? Oh, I had a blast. Um, I forgot the name of it. It might have been like Emerald Legacy's, you know, stadium something. We sit down at the table. We wait 25 menus. I mean, 25 minutes didn't get a fucking menu. So like, I'm leaving. now I'm we leaving. just walk up oh, and yeah, get leaving, away. I'm leaving. And so Early. the manager just, I guess, happens to see us like leaving and we just don't look happy. And he's just like, well, what happened? So my boy goes off. He's like, yo, we've been here 25 minutes. We don't look like anybody in here, Ooh. but we didn't get a fucking menu. He turned up. Yeah, turned he, up. he was just like, and he's a really like intelligent guy, NBA, like he yeah. went off. So my man is just like, yo, I'm sorry. Look, here, I'm gonna give y'all this real cool room. Y'all gonna have a big screen TV. We comp and everything. Just wow. take care of like, yeah, he was just like, just yeah. take care of my waist staff. So now we sitting in the room, like, you know, big TVs. This is, I guess, where like, you know, the VIPs right, go right, to show. Right, right, right. It was a dope experience. But why did it take it being so bad for yeah. us to get good service? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's always this like this thing about the way black people are perceived. We don't sit well. We're gonna act all crazy and these things. We don't even do that shit because we're educated. All we want is good yeah. service. Yo, I'm sorry, When it comes to real good, there are a lot of black people in this world. I think there's more uneducated than to the point that whenever you see that that's the reason why like a world starting to exist, right? First of all, ratchet shit happens. Then people like ratchet shit. And then some people don't know they're being ratchet. You know what I mean? So there's an ignorance. There's an ignorance as well. You know what I mean? So when you say so so your experience because you're 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 an educated black man, you've been to school. Your people you associate with have common sense, right? And they're educated as well. Doesn't mean that there's ten other cats who are black men like you with the media circles where they don't give a shit about nothing, and they're ignorant, and they do those things that create those stereotypes. Because right. in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, why are these stereotypes happen? Because someone is doing it somewhere. And it may be an area where that's all they're doing. So when I went to Nebraska, you know, when I was in Nebraska for school, Nebraska has a hood. North Omaha has the hood. But my, we were living in, in, in that close proximity because that's where my school was. University is in downtown. So we used to go out and cast would be like, oh, yeah, they can immediately know, like, okay, y'all must be the university dudes because we're just, you know, you know, it'd be hood spots. So, you know, it's, it's a... It's, it's the ability to blend, but you also got to understand that stuff like that is happening, man. 
I mean, it's a shame, but we all, like my, my mother always would say, education is the key. Yeah. Everybody has to get educated. It Some is. people might not tip well because the person, the, the generation before them was like, I, I, we ain't tipping either. Think, things real. don't come out of nowhere. You know, Yo, I think tipping is trash, bro. Like, I think that is a, it's, it's a super American thing. Yeah, it is. UK, 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 you don't yeah. have to tip. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. In Europe, yeah, you don't have to tip. No, no, no. tipping, bro. He's like, like, tipping for doing my job? Right. It's like, yeah. I'm going to pay you a wage that, you know, makes sense so that you don't have to do stuff. Right. And that's where the that's where the U.S. has some backwards. But the right. wage, the wage that waiters get. But yeah, that's the reason trash. why. Like, <laughs> what? How much they get? What, like two, three hours, hours? Yeah, like yeah. they're, that's, they're that's allowed that's to underpay because, you know, tips are supposed to supplement their earnings. Nah. I don't know. I don't nah. like that system. Nah, I don't either. I don't think it's fair. It's not. Because then, then you give people the ability to be assholes. And then, like, think about it. Think about it. Sometimes, like, I don't know how, how it works. I never worked in the restaurant industry. Say again? Did you tip shorty that gave his bad service? I did. See, I did too. And, and I said I did, at the time, I was I like, did yo. Because I gave her the benefit of the doubt. I don't know how much of it was her fault. I don't know the circumstances of the company. And, and, and granted, it's not my it's not my business because I should get great service regardless. Gotcha. But I try to always take a step back these days to say, I don't know what's going on. I might not even know what's going on with Shorty. She might be moving slow because she got cramps and they made her come into right. work and she can't find no babysitter. I start to think about stuff like that because I don't want to judge. We're so quick to judge everybody. And we all are. It's like, damn, this ain't right. What's up with that man? Little do we know, yeah. he's a he's a schizophrenic. We don't know. That's it, yeah. We don't know. It's the unknown. So I try to be more, whatchamacallit, did she get as much as a tip as she would normally get? Hell no. We had the worst experience ever. But because this is your livelihood, my G, boom. Yeah, I think I still gave her. I mean, I got one drink, so... I didn't expect it to be that long. I think my one drink was like $11, so I gave her four. That's <laughs> a uh, tip, but you know what I mean? I didn't want to shortchange her. Nah, um, it's love, man. Yeah, we just all gotta do better, man. We're all striving to do better. We're trying. And and if you can educate, educate, bro. I, I, by what you do here, you're, that's what you do on this show. Yeah. 1,000 Yeah, you're educating. Bro. Some people might not even think about the topics and the dialogue that happens. It's like, whoa, I heard this. And then guess what? They're having that same talk with their friends. Same. You know why I really thought of this as a podcast and why I think it changed from one of the reasons why I changed my logo and shit, like as I started to come into my own. Like when I first came on, it was like, all right, I was sort of emulating stuff that other people did, like stuff that I thought was cool and I was trying to put my own spin on it. But if I'm real, it wasn't original. It was just like, oh, they, this person did that. That shit was cool. This is going on. This is cool. That's why you saw like the real world and it gave you like the real world logo because it's me, but it was a spin on something else. I changed that because I started thinking like, yo, what if things that I've gone through in my life and like some of my experiences can help somebody else see different, see something completely different mm -hmm. and they're able to not make the exactly. same mistakes that I did. That shit would be dope. That's my angle. Like I'm able to literally speak on all of the crazy shit. You know, personally, some of the crazy shit that I've done. If I was to put Yo, half this guy stuff is, on, this guy's crazy. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? If I was to put half of that shit online, like people would be like, yo, bruh, like that's nuts. Nah, don't ever do that. No, no, no. Ever. No, I'm just repeating it so when you play this, you'll just remember. Don't ever nah, nah, nah. do that. I'm gonna put it in my TV <laughs> show though. Like, that's ultimately what I wanna do. Like What is it? What oh, is I wanna it? have a TV show. Like What would the show be about? Yo, like it's like this crazy period of my life, probably oh my a few God. years ago, like dead serious, probably So somebody would play you? Yeah. Yeah. That ass serious. Have you started like, writing? I actually like storyboarded this shit out. Whoa. Like it's a very real thing. The reason that I wanted a podcast was like, yo, I want to raise my profile. I want to oh. show on HBO. Right. 
Man, what the plan? Yeah, that that's my ultimate goal. Like, if that happened, yo, I'd be the happiest person in fucking in life. You know what I mean? That's that's where I see things going. And again, you know some of the stuff that I've done. Bruh. So like, this is why I say like, yo, real life is better than TV. Let's just you say can't you can't make up some of the shit that, that goes on. Let's say you can't unhear certain things, yo. Facts. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> this guy Rel is wild, man. Not anymore. But he's real. No, no, yeah. no, no. But it's it's honestly the fact that you can even talk about it is the main thing we've been you know talking about on the show is is change and growth. You know. Um, Especially when you when you share um, truths with people, it, it gives them the account of it gives you it gives them the power to keep you accountable, right? And I think that's powerful, especially when you know you have people that you consider your friends. It's like, you know, if you're doing something, it's like, yo, you can have homie tap you like, chill, you know, they can they're just like, yo, chill, and you can appreciate that because they know, right. they know. That that's something you've been trying to get away from. They know that's something you did in your past, and you're not, you know, that's a road you're not trying to go down. They can hold you accountable. So yeah, right. kudos, man. If you're able to do that, that's big boy shit. A lot of people, yo, they're out here keeping secrets. They don't want to share. Uh, they don't want to have real talk with their homies. They want to say they just want to talk about sports. You know what I mean? Me and my guys, when we get together, the conversation always gets to some real to some real stuff that's personal, and it's not just because half my half my young dudes are getting married. Shout out to Joey. You know what I mean? It's 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 these real conversations about what the next twenty years of our lives are gonna right. look like. Not just the now, the fun times. It's gonna be like, yo, when everybody is 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 married up or or even in long term, whatever they're doing, they're gonna be older. It's like, what are we on? What are we really doing? And right. that's why you see brothers going to the cigar shop. How are we build? Guys it, are taking trips. You know, guys are talking because they've reached a point where it's like, yo, I'm just not out here just rapping surface talk with my homies. We have real talk. And I think that's a, that's a that's a beautiful thing. So yeah, man. Nah, that's I think that's what we should all strive to do. If you don't have a circle of friends that you could do that with, you got to get a better circle. Or it might be you, and you got to decide Ooh, to like. Yeah. Or it might be you. Yeah, that's exactly, the real. Man. Now, yo, honestly, I ain't gonna lie, man. Like going back to what I was saying earlier, you know, about some of my homies in Baltimore and shit. It's like, bro, I can only help. I can only help but but so much, you feel me? I can only give you but so many options. I'm not gonna hold your hand. You grown. Especially if like you over 21. I'm definitely not telling you what the fuck to do. So we'll, we'll wrap this up and keep this on the last topic, but like if you're my man hundred grand, even if I see you doing like crazy shit and fucking up, I still feel like it's my responsibility to always try to like pull you up or to kind of bring you up a level. Not to say that you gotta be like me. But I never want to see my friends just in bad places. Like no. I could think of, you know what I'm saying? Like my man, a hundred grand. Uh, won't say his name because I ain't trying to put him out there. But he knows who he is. I tell this nigga all of the time, like, yo, you can do anything. You can do all of these things. Right. Because I see, like, and I know him as a person. I know what he's capable of. So if it's like if I'm not the one building you up, that doesn't mean I can't tell you, yo, that's crazy or some shit that you did was wild. But at the same time, I'm supposed to be the one that's building you up to pick you up. Like, right. I can't just leave you alone. Even when you do some wild shit, like he's done some wild shit. You think the shit that I did was crazy? If you knew some of the shit my man pulled, dog. Like, it's shit where I'm like, bro, like you can't be out here acting like that. But at the same time, I feel like if I'm not in your ear, who is? Because it's not like you're taking advice from most people. 
you rock with me and listen to me because right. you know I'm not coming from a bad place. So because of that, like, I feel like we all got an important part to play. Like, whether I want to or not, like, that shit's going to piss me off. Like, yo, I hate this shit that you're doing. But if I leave you alone, then what are you going to do? Right. I mean, me personally, like, I know I don't spend years trying to build, like, bring, you know, help people, you know, in places where they tell people out of their places where they are. You feel me? And then, like, they've constantly, like, rejected it. You feel me? And they be like, yo, like, yo, you don't be around like that no more. I'm like, bro, like, I'm doing shit. Like, yo, I'm trying to be a whole fucking physician's assistant, bro. Like, I'm either in school, in a book, at work, in my free time. Like, I'm, I'm keeping, I'm maintaining some sanity. I'm at the studio here, you know? Shout out Capital City Collective. Hey. Hey. <laughs> but, yo, like, if, but think about it like this. If I'm in your ear and shit, like, you're my homie, and you just... Well, you're not, I don't see you like that because I feel like you, it's kind of, it's kind of difficult because I got homies that are, I guess they've been in the same spot like for the last five years. And I'm like, yo, come down to DC, come fuck with me. Like, bro, and honestly, yo, even just move. You feel me? I got one homie, he moved to Oregon. He found a, he found a like nice little, you know, wifey, moved to Oregon, whole life changed. Owns his own trucking company and everything now. And I'm like, bro, like, yo, you did that shit. You feel me? Like, yo. Like yo, you did that. Like yo, you did that shit, bro. And off of the strength of me just always being like, we we practically lived together at one point, and we were just sitting there, you know, yo, we gotta do this, we gotta do that. And I'm like, all right, so what are we doing to execute this shit? Like, what are you doing? He's like, yo, I'm about to work all four of these jobs. I'm not gonna fucking sleep. I'm like, all right, cool. That's all we knew. We were just working. You feel me? Like, where we from? Like, most people don't even. You're lucky to even get a, a high school, you know, diploma and shit. I wasn't supposed to go to college. I wasn't like I. I didn't even go to like a, a high school graduation ceremony. I was like, yo, just give me my shit, whatever. I don't care. What high school you go to? I uh, went to Merville. Yeah. I don't know much about Baltimore. Yeah, I went to Merville High School in Baltimore. I'm from here. I'm from Merville. I did the Merville thing, man. But like, yo, yeah, honestly, like, yo, like, like, I know, like but going back to this thing though, going back to it, like, I don't know, man. I can, like I said, I can only help those that want to be helped for real. You feel me? Like I, 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 I always had a conversation when I go back to Baltimore. I know dudes are still out in the streets, you know, fucking with shit that they shouldn't be fucking with allegedly, for legal purposes. And I'm like, yo, like only you are gonna be able to pull yourself out of that shit. You feel me? And grow from it. Like one of my homies, he damn near lost like his life and shit. You know, dealing with shit that he wasn't supposed to be dealing with. And like he, he was like, yo, I'm not gonna do that shit no more. And then. A couple months after recovery, after rehab, he's right Sorry, back in the streets. You know what I mean? That shit is addicting, bro. And I can't lie, it's dudes out here that they that shit is that becomes the only thing that they know. I know dudes that will come out of jail and be like, "Yo, I ain't got shit." Go right back in the trap and ship, and they don't even mind going back to jail because they know at the end of the day, it's a place to sleep. You got people in there and shit. You got something to eat. That's all some people need. You feel me? And it's sad that, and that shit fucks up your head so much because that's the only thing you train to. Yeah, you get instant. You know what I mean? You you train to it. Like that's the only thing you be, you begin to know. Like yo, I know how the system inside works. I know I can finesse it. I know that I'll be I'll have something to go home to every night, even if it is my left hand. <laughs> oh shit! Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why. Bar. That's yeah, why. I didn't expect it to go. That's why it's the real world, man. Did you say the real world? The real world is the real world. There you go. Come on, man. Oh, man. Slow down, bro. Let me, oh, let me, let me spit my shit. My bad, my bad, my shit. So, yo, any final words before we get out of here, man? Uh, 
I'll say thanks for having us, man. Uh, thanks for the space to express uh, good combos. Uh, we, yeah. we, you're funny because that's why you're, anytime I come on this damn show, Rel will bring up one topic that we're going to talk <laughs> about. We just went, we went through six or seven. Yeah. I, think it's, I think it's a pretty cool episode. Uh, just to hear, I like I like streams of consciousness where one thing leads to another thing. So this is actually something I can't wait to listen to. Yeah, I like watching the flow. Um, Joy, before you say something, one, I think it's dope with a lot of the stuff that you share. Um, I don't know how many podcast episodes you've done. I know you're in the collective and you do your creative shit, but thank you for coming on the episode. Yo, um, man, yeah, man, I appreciate you for having me, man. Like, honestly, like, I haven't, I've never even shared a lot of this stuff, like, publicly, I've, at all. Like, I'm super, I'm super, like, you know, low-key with stuff. I only tell certain people things, so this is definitely, like, a good way for me to, you know, express my story a little bit, but also, you know, be a part of the real world, man. Yo, one of my best friends, he'll listen to my episodes, and he always says, like, yo, I can tell when you got shit to get off your chest. He said, just listen to the stuff that I say. Somebody is going to hear you say that same thing and just be like, yo, that shit that you've had on your chest that you've wanted to say, you got the chance to express it. So I'm always like, I am a big advocate for fucking mental health and, you know what I'm saying, just being a better version of you. So, like, I'll always advocate and push that. Yeah, for sure, man. For sure, man. I appreciate you for having me, man. Uh, so, uh, fellas, uh, again, appreciate the chance to pull up. Hey. We got to do this again. Hey. Um, you know how we end up the episode? All players want to rap. Rappers want to ball. This is Darrell of the Rel World, and I'll see you guys next week. We out of here. Peace.